Why is it that with sparkling water, I'm always playing guessing games with what flavor I'm drinking? Is it citrus? Is it aluminum can flavored? Mm, not sure. Sparkling ice, though, they really mean flavor. Like in-your-face flavor. Orange mango, black raspberry. Don't even get me started on the strawberry lemonade. Kiwi Strawberry slid right into my taste buds DMs last night and let them know who's boss. No subtleties there and no sugar either. But it does have vitamins and antioxidants. Find sparkling ice at a major grocery store or club retailer near you. Sparkling ice. Anything but subtle. Today on Watching Your Wealth, how having more confidence can boost your bottom line. This is Watching Your Wealth from the Wall Street Journal. Now, from our studios in New York, here's Veronica Dagger. This is Veronica Dagger, and you're listening to Watching Your Wealth, where you learn all you need to know about building your wealth and protecting your money. Carol Ward is a psychotherapist and confidence expert. Welcome back, Carol. Pleasure to be here. Always great to have you. So, Carol, this topic of confidence and visibility are are big these days in the workplace. Um, So I would love to get your take on how having more confidence can translate into having more wealth, because that's what we're all about here. (laughs) You know, I I really believe there's a direct correlation. So the first thing is, when you are confident or you exude confidence, you're more visible. Mm. People notice you at work. They notice you in your career. Clients sitting across from you or even potential clients will say, wow, I noticed this person. They're exuding confidence. And the second thing is if you're visible, it creates opportunity. Oh, good point. Right? So if there's opportunity, people say, oh, I I really notice Veronica in her position. Mm -hmm. I'm now going to give her more responsibility. I'm going to have her lead a team. I'm going to throw her more business. So first there's visibility. Then there's opportunity. And then the third thing is you get established as an expert in your field. Hmm. And once you're established as an expert who shares expertise, then again, people will turn to you for leadership. And I really believe that when you have expertise, you're known as an expert, it directly affects your financial your ability to earn financial mm-hmm. abundance. Mm-hmm. Because the people value expertise and they, they want to pay for that expertise because That's right. they want you. Interesting. Um, you mentioned that word visibility. How can we gain more visibility? Well, a couple of things is one, finding your voice. So let's say you're at a meeting and you tend to be someone who hangs in the background. Mm. You want to be that person who now starts to make suggestions or offer an opinion. And again, you don't have to jump in if it's something that you're not used to. You don't have to go full force and offer 10 suggestions. But think about something that you could offer in that meeting that and practice it. And then when that meeting occurs, raise your voice. Or if that's too uncomfortable, you can go into a supervisor or a manager and say, I'm looking for more opportunity. Here's where I think I could lead a team, or here's where I think my expertise or value could be added to this project. So it could be a one-on-one situation, or it could be known within a meeting or at a conference or at an association. Interesting. I like that approach if you're not feeling super confident going to your manager. Hopefully that person someone um, that wants to mentor you and having that conversation. That's a really great tip. I'm wondering, why do some people have problems with confidence and have problems getting, and they may think it in their head, but be afraid to verbalize it to the manager or in the meeting or what have you. What's behind that? We're so absorbent growing up that a lot of times poor self-esteem or lack of confidence comes from the environment we grew up in. The messages we were told, you know, maybe in, maybe in a class you were someone who struggled with reading and your teacher said, you know, you're not very good 
in English or reading, and you take in that message, and you start to believe that that one person's opinion when you're at a very vulnerable age is actually true. Hmm. I always think about when I was growing up, I struggled in math, and I thought, oh, I'm really bad in math. And then I became a waitress in New York City, and I was so good adding up those checks that <laughs> sure. it turned everything around for You're me. Really so, good at it. so a lot of times it's old negative beliefs from the past that we carry forward. Mm, so, how do we get rid of those beliefs? So, you know, what are some tips so we can build that confidence? Well, one of the things I do when I work with people, either as a therapist or coach, is I have them review what actually got them to this point in their life. Mm. So many people say. Yeah, I went back to school or I raised kids, but you know, everybody does that. And I go, wait a minute. It takes a lot of effort to get an education or to raise a family or to get a certification. So take a review of what brought you to this point in your career, no matter where you are. And another thing is to acknowledge your current achievements. Hmm. Again, people tend to think, oh, it's no big deal that I put together that meeting. It's no big deal that I was called in the last minute on that project. Mm-hmm. It's almost like when someone compliments you on, on your hair or an outfit and you go, oh, this old thing or, oh, my hair looks terrible today. You don't want to negate those things. You want to acknowledge everything that you're doing now because it feeds confidence. And and then the last thing is to teach yourself how to be confident. Hmm. Many people think that confidence is something that some people have and other people don't, and that's the way it is. Hmm. But you can actually start to teach yourself to be more confident by some of the things we talked about at the beginning, which are to take small actions, not huge ones, small actions every day to help you feel more confidence, whether it's stepping up, whether it's calling someone up and saying, hey, let's meet for coffee. I want to share what I do for a living. Little tiny actions will help build that confidence. I got to play devil's advocate because I think some people listening will say, well, you know, if I acknowledge, you know, or say, oh, I've come so far, I've done this. How does that not sound, you know, conceited or self-absorbed? Some people feel that way, but I have to say the most confident people in the world really know that they do a good job. They just know it. And after a while, you're not going to have to say it or write it down. But at the beginning, if you're lacking in confidence, Mm -hmm. you need to get the balance. You need to get more in balance. Mm -hmm. You have to share it with someone that you trust, write it down, and really acknowledge how well you're doing. And eventually, it'll be inside you, and you don't have to shout it to the world. (laughs) I love that. (laughs) What about body language? Does that help you? Body language is really key for confidence. People are very surprised, but but my uh, phrase that I use a lot is physicality informs mentality. Mm. How you stand, tall, long spine, how open your body is. I, I coach a lot of people on presentation skills, and one of the things I tell them is if you want to feel more relaxed and yet powerful in the room, Right before you go into any situation, do what I call is the star stretch. Put your feet, you know, a little farther apart than shoulder width. Raise your arms out toward the corners of the room. Stretch your hands out like you're a four-point star, Uh five-point star with your head. And take a deep breath 
and that opens up your whole body and lets your energy out. Oh, I love that. And it creates presence and confidence. And confidence. That's fantastic. Um, any tips for women especially? I hate to call women out, but I, I think women more so than men struggle with this idea of confidence. And, and, you know, perhaps this translates to some of our equal pay issues that we're facing. But wondering, you know, how can we overcome some of these obstacles? And, and actually, why, if that's the case, why do you think women maybe suffer from lack of confidence more than the guys. You know, I've been thinking about this. I, I, I really have. I think that one is somehow we've ended up diminishing our communication style. We tend to think that the masculine form of communication is what we should strive for, as opposed to saying we actually have a really complex and wonderful way of speaking as women. We're inclusive. We know how, how to listen. We're able to move from point to point and then get back to the main point. So one is to acknowledge that how we communicate is perfectly fine. Mm. The second thing I think that gets in the way is, I don't know if you've experienced this. I certainly did when I was first starting out in my career, which is being told that assertion is really that you're being aggressive. Yeah, I've heard that. Right? But instead, it is actually assertion is assertion and aggression right. is aggression. And they shouldn't be tangled mm, up together. But women somehow are told, oh, you're being so aggressive as mm. opposed to, no, I'm, I'm just asserting myself. Huh. And the other thing is, again, I think physicality, if we allow ourselves to open up more physically and stand strong and allow ourselves to take up more space in a room, yeah. we'll take up more space in a room. I love that. I love that. All right. So let's all get more confident so we can get paid. <laughs> That's right. I love it. Uh, great tips. Thank you so much for joining us, Carol. My pleasure, Veronica. And this has been Watching Your Wealth, a production of the Wall Street Journal. I'm Veronica Dagger. For more information, check us out at wsj.com slash podcast. Thanks for listening. For more podcasts, check us out at wsj.com slash podcasts. Become a subscriber on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, and now look for us on the Google Play Music app on Android devices. This message comes from Viking, committed to exploring the world in comfort. Journey through the heart of Europe on an elegant Viking longship with thoughtful service, destination-focused dining, and cultural enrichment on board and on shore. And every Viking voyage is all-inclusive with no children and no casinos. Discover more at viking.com.